Okay, so you know how sometimes you do something bad unintentionally or you cause something bad to happen and then once you realize that it's your fault, you kind of try to do everything you can to make it right? Well, this is one of those stories. So I grew up in McGrath, which is a small village on the Kuskokwim River in interior Alaska. Um, it was late June, about 15 years ago, and the river was high, full of runoff from the mountains. My family, my mom, my dad, my twin brother, my younger sister, and our four huskies decided to jump in the boat and head upriver for an afternoon picnic. We went up a couple bends and found a nice little island covered with willows. It was kind of a sandbar, really. When we got to the bar, we let the dogs run out, the four huskies, just to check out the area and have a good time. And we started unpacking the boat. We pulled out the cooler, the food, the drinks, the grill, the lawn chairs, the volleyball net, and just started unpacking everything. <laughs> yeah, beach volleyball in Alaska. Um, and then we started, you know, gathering some driftwood, putting the grill together. We threw out the hot dogs and the moose sausage. We hadn't been on the island more than about 10 minutes when this huge commotion about halfway down the beach startled us. So we turned and we saw this huge cow moose just bolting out of the brush with this little baby calf right behind her. And to our horror, our four not-so-well-behaved Alaskan huskies charging after them. Now, we called to the huskies. We, we tried to call them off, you know, come here, stop, here's food, everything. But... They were determined, and they would not give up the chase. Now, our huskies, they're simple creatures. Um, very stately, though. Uh, and they, they just they have simple needs. They like dog mushing. They like people food. But really, they'll, they'll go for anything, even rotten food. I think they like it better. Um, and they like to mark their territory a lot, everywhere. So they're very, they're very well-behaved. Excuse me, they're very good-natured, but not very well-behaved. So the cow moose ran with strong strides straight into the river, and she swam swiftly across, bolted up a cut bank, and disappeared into the woods on the other side. And the huskies, triumphant with what they just accomplished, trotted along the sandbar on the island. They don't really like to swim or get wet. The baby moose struggled with his first step into the water, and he swam slowly and likely for the first time in his life. Soon he began to sink in the water. At first, we thought he was going to make it. We watched, and as he got about midway across the river, his head slipped below the silty water. He struggled to swim, but his struggles caused him to just roll in the water with his hooves and then his ears visible from our vantage point. And I'll never forget my mom yelling, Save that baby moose! <laughs> so my dad, my brother, and I jumped into the riverboat and tried to do just that. We, we tried to save that baby moose. My brother and I positioned ourselves at the front of the boat so we could reach out and potentially grab the moose. My dad was on the back on the motor steering. It was more difficult than we expected. <laughs> the, the Kuskokwim is the second largest river in the state, and um, at that time, it was traveling about six miles per hour. So it was very difficult to get close enough to reach the baby moose and not run it over, which we did accidentally twice. <laughs> Thinking quickly, my dad pulled up the motor so that the baby moose just kind of bumped along the bottom of the boat. <laughs> Each time the moose became submerged, he stayed under longer. 
and that's when we determined we had to do something different. So we switched roles. We took my dad with his long arms and put him in the front of the boat, put my, de- my brother on the back to steer, and after two more failed passes, the baby moose went under for the final time, right off the left side of the boat. My dad pitched over the boat and just started sweeping his arms through the water as a final attempt to save this poor baby moose. And his hands, still under the water, sweeping, brushed the furry ears of that baby moose. And he grabbed the big ears and pulled his head above the water, yelling for help. So my brother and I rushed forward, tripping over each other, to pull this baby moose that honestly was not that small when we got there (laughs) onto the boat. So we pulled him up and we positioned the moose on his side so that any accumulated water would just kind of drain out. However, the moose was unresponsive. So we immediately began CPR. (laughs) Now, and you all know that's just compressions. We knew that back then. So we did... That's a moose. Um, So we started doing compressions. After four compressions, the moose spit out a little bit of water and started to breathe on his own. He sat up and leaned against the aluminum-sided boat, exhausted. We positioned him in between the seats and wrapped a sleeping bag around him, you know, to keep him warm, shock and stuff like that. We're worried. (laughs) We don't want him to die now. And then we headed back for the island. As we were approaching, we noticed a commotion on the island. It turns out that um, our huskies, the stately dogs that they are, um, had gotten bored with the whole series of events that no longer included them, and while unsupervised, had helped themselves to the picnic goodies. And they had either eaten or drooled on almost everything. So they were in the process of being scolded and tied up at the time. So we, we arrived back at the island... And um, I sat with the baby moose for about 10 minutes. We kind of bonded. Um, I pet him on his head, right in between his eyes, you know, stroked him gently, scratched his ears just a little bit, and made sure he was really tucked into that, that sleeping bag. You know, I did all the things that I thought a baby moose would find comforting. <laughs> and then we talked about what to do next. And I immediately proposed, why don't we take this baby moose home as a pet? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. We had a big yard, tons of willows, and were literally a fence away from providing an excellent home for this docile baby moose. I mean, he was practically domesticated by the time I was done with him. (laughs) My parents, by executive order, decided that we would carry the baby moose into a clearing and leave him on the island, alone, in hopes that his mother would return and care for him in a way that only a mother moose could. So we helped the baby moose to his feet. He was a little bit shaky, but then stable. He stood about three and a half feet high and was about 80 pounds. So my dad encircled his arms around his chest and kind of hoisted him up over his hip to carry him into the willows. However, the baby moose really didn't want to be carried anywhere. So he just kicked and kicked and kicked and kicked the whole time. So we got him kind of close to the willows. And uh, based on the vigor of his kicks, the resulting bruises, and the fact that we were somewhat close to a clearing kind of... uh, we set him down and let him walk the last couple steps on his own. We laid out the sleeping bag and coaxed him onto it, and then we walked away. We packed what was left of our picnic into the boat, our delinquent yet self-satisfied huskies, and our wet and emotionally drained selves into the boat and headed back downriver to McGrath. When we arrived, we 
let the, the local authorities know what had happened, and they went to check on the moose several times over the following week, but no one ever saw the moose, the, the baby moose, or its mother again. So we hope that the mother returned to find her calf and that they made it across the river safely together.